Thank you for listening in to the podcast. The title of our message today is Our God is Great. It comes from Psalms 33, and I want to read verse 18 through verse 22. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. Excuse me. So Psalms, uh, Psalms 33 seems to have been written in the time of a national crisis. These scripture, the scripture shows us uh, in the midst of the crisis that God is still in control. He controls the destinies of nations and mankind. And I believe in our day of moral crisis, we have a great God who will make an impact in our lives and our nation and hold us up if we will we'll just trust him. I want you to notice six things that we should do. In uh, Psalms 33, uh, first thing is we should rejoice in his word. And verse 1 says, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. And verse 4 says, For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. So we should rejoice in God's word. The word rejoice means to be happy or glad. So why do we rejoice in God's word? Because in verse 4 it says, It is right. It gives you the right words to build our churches, our homes, our lives, and our nation. Another thing, number two is this. We we should remember God's power. In verse eight, verse five, rather, it says, "He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of His mouth." And so, uh, in this verse, also. Verses, I want to read verse 9 and remembering God's power. For he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. So we see it, it made known, he made known, uh, he's made known in his creation. You know, scientists now have a uh, have discovered three galaxies that are one and a half billion light years from Earth. Now, the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. If we have a God with that kind of power to create galaxies, 
we can be assured he has the power to keep us in any situation. Remember in the Old Testament, we see that the, uh, the power of, of God was upon David and he overcame the giant. And, and, you know, we have a lot of giants in our lives that we need to overcome. Well, we can do that through, just like David did, in relying and trusting in God. If we are to experience God's power on our nation, our nation will have to come to him and repent. The third thing I want us to see is we should recognize God's judgment. It says over in verse 8, Let all the earth fear of the Lord, that all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. You see, it's not people we're we to fear, but God. We need to recognize that his eyes are upon our actions, our attitudes, and our works. We must live by faith and not by sight. We have to have faith and let God lead and guide and direct us. The fourth thing is this. We should reflect on God's wisdom. In verse 11 of Psalms 33, it says, The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, and the thoughts of his heart is to all generations. Now, the fifth thing is that we should request God's help. Let me read verse 20. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. There you go. I'm glad no matter what the situation might be, fear, uh, problems, family problems, health problems, job problems, temptation problems, God is our help. Sometimes we think that God will is never going to show up. But it's like watching the old cowboy movies. You know, sometimes the hero waited to the last minute to rescue the one that was in danger. Jesus came at the darkest hour of the night in a storm when the, the disciples were, were on the sea. But the main thing about this is that he did come. He came there. Okay, and number six. We should rely on God's plan. Let me read verse 21 and 22. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us according as we hope in thee. The, the word trust means to rely on our competent expectation or a, a firm belief. Uh, you know, the Assyrians and the Babylonians and the Egyptians and the Persians and the Greeks and the Romans, uh, they all, they had their gods. They had so many gods they worshipped. They had gods of war, gods of industry, gods of agriculture, gods of cities, 
gods of towns, and, and, and on and on it goes, various others. But in all of the, of the gods, there was never one called a god of hope. Now, that is surprising. You know, in that ancient world, hope had become a delusion long before our Lord was born in Bethlehem. The fact is, there is no hope for this sin-cursed world apart from the God of Christians. It says over in Romans, Paul wrote in 15, chapter 15 and verse 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. So there is hope. It's in the Lord. See, the Christian life is to be characterized by hope, by joy and peace. As we grow in his grace, God wants us to experience each one of them. If they're not there, we know something has gone wrong. So you see, God is great. He is faithful to us. And the question, the fact is, will we, we be faithful to him? And I hope and pray that you are faithful to the Lord because uh, the, just like the title of this message, our God, he's a great God. And so, and, and, and remember that he controls the, the destinies of nations and mankind. And we're part of that mankind. And so put your all of your trust and your love and your commitment into him because this world is only temporary. We're just passing through. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and God bless you.